The kids are playing their tail off, and the coaches are screwing it up. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He's running the, You're wrong, going the way. wrong way. Nerds. 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 Nerd alert. Welcome to a special edition of the Athlon Sports Cover 2 podcast here on AthlonSports.com. Mitch Light, Braden Gall, at Athlon Mitch, at Braden Gall on the Twitters. And we're early this week for you guys out there because we love college sports, it's so not special. just college football. Such a special edition, Braden, that I didn't know we were doing it until last night when you said That's, podcast tomorrow. You forgot that we had talked about this last week, but it's, it's neither here nor there. Okay. You it's look, neither here nor there. You look handsome, by the way. We're going to go back. To, we're going to do a huge, huge, huge and spectacular NFL draft podcast as our magazine is on newsstands now that you can is purchase and give us money for that in the same week doing a college basketball and an nfl draft pod you just let the cat out of the bag you let the wild cat out of the bag there we are going to talk about college basketball today so the reason we're on we're doing this early in the week this week is because the tournament is happening and we are you have covered college basketball for just as many years as you've covered college football i have covered college basketball for just as many years as i've covered college football now college football is my favorite favorite sport on the planet you have long said college basketball is just as close yeah. on your list of loves as college football is. You are very qualified to discuss this, unlike many NBA experts out there. <laughs> are you? You are qualified. You were on TV you last are, night. You were qualified. They did, in their defense, they did play the game. Well, and we'll discuss uh, that you know more about every one of these 68 teams. You know more about LIU Brooklyn than anybody on that broadcast. Derek so, Kellogg. Bounce so, back season after getting fired at UMass. See, look at this. That's off the top of your dome. So... We're going to do college basketball. We're going to give you our picks in the NCAA tournament. We're going to give you Final Four picks, upset picks. Uh, listen, there's nothing happening in college football right now. So we are focused on the brackets. We know this is a college football podcast, but we, you and I, Mitch, have, have worked for companies that have covered both college football and basketball. I feel like we are more qualified to, to talk about this NCAA tournament than the people who brought us the brackets yesterday. So, Possibly. I have a question for you. We are going to give you guys picks. Speaking this is a college basketball tournament podcast today. Speak, You're welcome, Athlon Speaking Sports. of playing the sport, I've played pickup basketball with you enough to kind of feel for your game. It's a triangle and two podcast. So, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, junk defense. Yeah. Right, right. Um, Del Brown's amoeba We're jacking up offense. This is kind of a compliment to you. I, I'm trying to oh. pick a player from your alma yeah. mater whose game – you're kind of a poor man's Admiral Schofield. I don't have that jump shot. Yeah, I was going to say, but, before he had the jump but shot, I, like but last I, but year. But I attack the basketball when it's in the air. Last year, and you foul, and you I, might elbow. And I flail a little yeah, bit. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I flail a lot, and I'm sort of burly. And, yes. and I, I can get to the rim, and I can't finish. Um, so he can finish around the rim. Um, I would say you're like, can knock down threes. You're like maybe freshman year Admiral Schofield yeah, before probably, he could shoot. Probably. Um, so we'll give you final four picks, upset picks. We'll go through the bracket, and we'll have a little fun today uh, on the podcast. Uh, so, listen, college football fans, we know you're huge college football fans, but guess what? you got to win your bracket. you got to win your bracket. And Mitch is significantly more qualified to talk about this than Charles Barkley or Kenny Smith. So You keep um, saying that. Yeah, because you are. You are. You just rattled off an LIU Brooklyn Thing. I met Derek Kellogg at the Newark Airport once. Really nice guy. <laughs> See? Um, we had a so, four-hour delay. With two, wait till you have two kids and you have a four-hour delay at the Newark Airport. Oh, God. That's when you go find, like, a you I, I got to go talk you, to this coach, honey. I you, can't spend time with the kids. I have definitely taken the train from Grand Central Station to Secaucus to get to the Newark Airport and the waft of murder and crime that See, hits you in the face when you when you ride that I, train. Don't, don't, ta <laughs> don't talk bad about the homeland. That's, I'm, whoa. I wouldn't call it that right now. Um, all right, so we're going to do all that with college hoops. But my first question is going to bring college football and then transition us into college basketball. 
And the question is, and we've done this before where we've talked about what a tournament would look like, a bracket would look like with college football. Now, I'm not talking 64 or even 16. because I'd 28? Think, There's 130, that'd be awesome. Two teams oh, get left. Not- <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, so it's like UNC. It's like it's Charlotte, Charlotte and Eastern uh, Michigan that get left. Don't out. Say, no, Eastern Michigan would have been. A, they would have been like a 13 seed oh. or 12 seed. Do not talk bad about the boys from Ypsilanti. I like Chris. Craig. They're working hard at the factory. Um, <laughs> that'd be pretty funny if all but two teams <laughs> yeah. in college has. It. Sorry, it's, it's like the SEC baseball tournament. <laughs> yes, every, seriously, all but two. Make all it. but two make it. Uh, that's the hashtag. It just means more. All yeah. but two make it. <laughs> Sorry, um, dudes. Uh, so. Uh, but I I do wonder because in in an effort to make this college football ish today on the show is one versus eight. How does that compare to a one sixteen matchup in the NCAA tournament? Because one sixteen's never happened. Um, it's been since what nineteen eighty six. So we're going on thirty plus years that it's never happened. It's been one overtime game, I believe. So Western we're talking Carolina and Purdue. We're talking like one hundred and twenty and zero, roughly something like right that. somewhere yeah. in there. Um, that that's that's as far as statistical data goes. That's pretty clear that that ones are better than sixteens. Uh, is there a one eight matchup? Is it one? I think one six would be an upset if it was power five football. I but I don't know if the, a one the, eight if the, a, if a group of five team in a national championship tournament could upset a one a, the best team in America a one seed. Yeah, I, I think. So you're not talking about four regions of eight teams. You're talking about eight No, teams. I'm talking about just the eighth best team. Now, assuming that that eighth place team isn't the eighth best team, but is an automatic bid, because that's what's going to happen when the tournament expa- when the co- college football playoff expands. It's going to go to eight. And what they're going to do is they're going to put five automatic bids in from the conferences, and there's going to be two at-larges and one earmarked for the group of five. That's how they get away. That's okay. how they send the money. But that's what they're going to do. Would that group of five, best group of five team, that gets a New Year's Six Bowl now, ever win against the number one yes. best team in America. If we had the same format, if we had that format since 1986, had been playing it every year since like the NCAA tournament, and keep in mind there's four brackets, so there's four six chances every year, we would have multiple times where the, the number one seed would have lost. You think just, so? Yeah, I just think okay. the, the gap between, and I know it's not the number eight team in the country, but some years it, it will be. I mean, Boise State some years might have been one of the top eight teams. Maybe. But close. UCF. It's the old resume versus eye yeah, test yeah. thing. UCF was a top 10 team this year. Um, if if you, you do that enough, they're going to break through at one point. The talent gap between a number one seed in college basketball and a 16 seed is much greater than Ooh, I don't some, know. Years, some years of the best group of five teams. Okay. I, I, I think you're probably right in that it's once every 10 years, maybe once every 20 years. And the, and I then, think it's pretty the, slim. in those years, because that team the ta- has to take advantage of its opportunity. Because the talent gap between Alabama and Houston is pretty drastic right now, if you were to look at it today. Or but, UCF. Okay. UCF. But you, Alabama's kind of, I don't know, an outlier. They're, they, from a talent standpoint, they, they have had so much talent in their roster maybe compared to other number one teams in recent years. Let's say Al- let's say Nick Saban retires, and, mm-hmm. and, and there's more balance at the top. It's always the, Alabama. <laughs> the, the number one team isn't as good. Yeah. There's going to be some years where the, the, it's, a, it's a soft number one and a really good okay. group of five. I see what you're saying on that. Um, and, and here's the other question I have for football-basketball comparisons. I thought we were talking about college basketball. We are. This is a football-basketball okay. comparison. And, and that is, do you believe, because the last couple of teams that got into the NCAA tournament uh, this year, Syracuse, Arizona State, St. Bonaventure, UCLA, um, Oklahoma, four of those are big power programs, right, brands, UCLA, Syracuse. One of them's got Trey Young on it. I think we've seen from college football 
Michigan State getting in over Ohio State in 2015 and Washington getting in over Penn State in 2016. I've said this before. I think the college football committee has shown us that they will do what they believe is best for the tournament, not what's best for the financials. Because, to me, Penn State would have made more money playing Alabama and Atlanta than Washington as far as TV ratings and revenue. I think had Ohio State played Alabama and Arlington, that, that team that had Ezekiel Elliott and Joey Bosa on it, that lost to Michigan State on the field goal, right? I think that would have been a better game and a better product and would have sold higher ratings and made more money for people, right? So to me, the College Football Playoff Committee has shown us two years now that they have done something that is not in their financial partner's best interest. So that blows up the, the, the brand the conspiracy, conspiracy right? I, I'm starting to believe that college basketball, when Syracuse was not even close to the bubble for me. I had no idea why Syracuse but got you, in. You haven't, you didn't dive. I mean, you didn't Oklahoma's 11 out of 15. They've lost 11 out of 15. St. Bonaventure made it over, you know, a bunch of power five teams. So do you believe, No, though, I don't. You don't I, believe I think, in the conspiracy. You know, Middle Tennessee, you know, we, that's a different argument. You know, you're not making that argument right now. But they made I'm it. I'm about to. <laughs> well, they made it in 2003. 13 i believe uh as an uh, as an at-large team people aren't bringing that up you know um when a lot of people didn't think they had the resume to make it i think the ncaa tournament committee does what it thinks is best i do not think they cater to the the power five schools i i think that there is now you can argue there's a that the system favors the power five schools which i totally get that the florida states of the world have more opportunities sure oklahoma's they have so many more opportunities but as far as when they're just choosing teams they pick the team they think is most worthy of a bid, not Here's my question, the Power 5 team. It's a thousand times. Is it true or false? Is it easier to watch all 12 football games condensed on an iPad and see every play than it is for, for let's say, eight teams, right, to get into four spots, than it is for a committee member to watch every single play of 35 games you don't have to watch for every, 60 teams? You don't have to watch I, what I'm, my Every point play. is, is they are more reliant on the statistics and the resume in basketball than they are in football. And I think it's easier to find yourself going, well, I haven't seen Middle Tennessee play every single game this year, and I haven't seen Syracuse play every single game this year. I'm going to lead towards a team that has the better resume, that played a tougher schedule and won better games. Syracuse has one win that's better than Middle Tennessee. That's, that's Clemson. So, to me, there's no argument Middle Tennessee is the better basketball team if you watch them play basketball this year. Okay. I, the resume favors Syracuse, and I get that. Here, here's something, though. But Middle Tennessee is a I've, better basketball I've seen, team. I've saw Middle Tennessee in person this year. They're good. No doubt about it. They're a good team. They're one of the 36 best teams. So I saw a lot of people say they lost to USC by five, Miami by three, and Auburn by six. I saw the entire Auburn-Middle Tennessee game. Auburn won by six. They were up by 25 in the second half. Right. So you can't just say it was a six-point game. Now, Middle Tennessee cut it to eight with you know four minutes to go, but for the most part, it was a 20-point game the entire You're game. actually making my case for me. Do you so, think every committee member knows all of those details gar- about every game? I guarantee they knew that. Okay. They, they, okay. You know, if, if I'm a committee member and I'm really diving to a team like Middle Tennessee, I want to know, you know. You know how long it took me? I saw the game, but I wanted to, in case I came up on a radio interview on later today, it took me less than two minutes to, to look that up. You can go, even if you didn't see a game, you can go to the box score the, 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 and find out the play-by-play and find what the score differentials are through the whole game. But the, I, I Why don't, Arizona I don't, State over USC? I don't, know the I, don't exact, I don't know the exact formula, what they do, but they've got X amount of committee members, and they're responsible for certain regions of the country. So right. I, I don't think you're giving them, them enough credit. I think they do go I, out and they watch Listen, the at the end of the day, I don't actually care. I think at the end of the day, I'm going to love the tournament no matter what. I do, I, but... And you know me. I love talking about the conspiracy theory and then saying that it doesn't really exist, that it's not real. 
But in this case, Trey Young makes money. Trey Young makes money for people. And there is no – like Oklahoma, I don't – Oklahoma has a bunch of wins in, in November and in, in, in December. Great. Well, part, part of their deal is the last 10 is not a qualifier. Right, but, but to, <laughs> it's not even about the last 10. They've, won, they've lost 11 out of 15 games. They're just not very good. And I'm not saying Oklahoma State belongs in the tournament because their RPI is like 88, which would be the worst at-large bid of all time. But like USC, for example, finishes second in the Pac-12 and finishes second in the – loses in the Pac-12 tournament in the championship game. Do they belong? I, to me, there's a handful of teams that you could argue are it's financially beneficial to have Syracuse and Arizona State and Oklahoma playing in specific time slots for television. You could argue that. There's, there's, you could follow the money on this. You could, and you are. I choose to think it doesn't matter. Okay. Because um, I know – because I think what's cool about football is, A, the, the, the amount of information you have to consume to make an, edu- an educated decision is that it's so much smaller, one. And, two, I, they've shown us that they are willing to go against their own financial interests by putting Michigan State and Washington into the playoff. They showed us they're Those aren't to exactly mid-majors. Michigan no. State has – No, but it's, it's – one of the biggest schools in the country. What makes you more money, Alabama-Penn State or Alabama-Washington? Yeah, but the it's difference – very obvious the, answer. The difference between Penn State and Washington isn't nearly as great as the difference between Oklahoma and Middle Tennessee. I mean, I agree. Yeah. So, but again, there's also thirty. There's thirty plus games, so each game means one, a little bit one less. One thing, and in, in, in I, the, there's great arguments for both sides on all of these teams. There's but only like, three playoff games in football. Like, They're incredibly important. And I'm not picking on Dick Vitale, but you, you know, should. he tweeted out, you know, they just keep rewarding mediocrity. You know, he was championing for the little guy. But then he was also saying, "I'm getting tangled up here." You have your headset tangled in your shirt sleeve. Okay, there you go. There you go. Okay, you're um, back. Th- that Oklahoma State should have got in. They went eight and ten. You can't say right. they're. You know, right. you can't. I know. I'm not. I'm not arguing Oklahoma State. I, I think USC should have been in. I and saw, I, and I think Middle Tennessee should. Okay, have been I saw in. USC in person. I saw Middle Tennessee in person. USC, in my opinion, was better, and USC beat them. So I think both belonged in. I think Syracuse and Arizona State are so just like beyond comprehension to so me. I don't Florida know. Florida that shouldn't have been in. Florida? No, just, what does Florida have to do with it? I just want to see if you're paying attention. They suck. They're a six seed. They suck. They're going to get beat. I'm taking I'm taking St. Bonaventure or UCLA to beat them. Um, Florida sucks. Um, so, we'll, we'll get to picks in a second. But I just think it's interesting because, again, the gravity of those three football playoff games as a as a uh, business commodity is, is extraordinarily important. So, that difference between Penn State and Washington is massive when you're talking about a 28 or 38% ratings drop from the year before like they had in the college football playoff. So the ratings go back up again, Georgia and Alabama. I'm just, okay, you, you know, point. Rhode you Island point. versus Oklahoma is not going to necessarily – it's a smaller movement of, of money versus how important each one of those playoff games is for and, football. And Trey Young, barring less, you know, he's not going to make it the Elite Eight, the, the real games that make, you know, that get the They'll lose to Duke in the second round. So, But UCLA was that team that didn't belong in a couple years ago and then went on a deep run. So well, it's, BC, it's happened. BC, I mean, definitely. That's it's why, that's why I argue it's – that's why we talk about the bubble. They've proven that these teams are – if you get in, you well, can, a playing team has won every year. I think, yeah, right since the since the advent of the playing game has won the next game, you like mean, in yeah, the round yeah. of sixty four. A Co- couple things because a lot of people have talked about the the what what the uh, TNT did to the selection show. And by yeah, the way, yeah, go, go off, ahead, let, go ahead. It was on TNT. Certain people weren't or TBS. I don't know. It but sounds I like I was the genius who didn't watch because okay. it sounds like going alphabetically thing, with NBA no, people wasn't a good decision. I did not like the switch to, you know, going away from the brackets to naming the 68 teams first. So stupid. What I hated the most, and I said some very mean things to people I didn't know anything about last night while watching it, they had a studio audience. 
Yeah, it's pretty like a game show. And I might have said to my son, I would like to punch everyone in the face in that audience. Why? Because they were just so annoying. I mean, I agree with you. I didn't, I didn't like the audience, but did which just, I didn't see it. It did but not. I didn't like it. <laughs> it did not. Belong, it was just so corny and could, like the whole show. From what I have, I been don't understand told, how someone in a terrible. meeting could have been like, "Yeah, okay, we're going to do that. Let's bring in a studio audience." Well, how it's does so stupid? How does alphabetically make sense to people? Like, here's what you could have done. In I was it. like, "Oh, Baylor didn't make." What it. you do is you go ones, twos, threes, fours, then you go sixteens, fifteens. 14s and 13s and then you stop and then you go back to five and you go fives sixes sevens eights nine and you build up the tension for the ones that matter which is 10 11 12 13 right or 10 11 12 those are the ones that are like all the bubble teams you build up the tension for those you go you go if you're not going to show us the bracket which is by by far the easiest way to do it and there's something cool about seeing your team's name pop up and then your team goes crazy but but then go at least Seating by seating would be my. If I'm in that meeting with that production executive, yeah. I'm going. Okay, number one, I want to do by bracket. If that's not going to happen, we want to change it up. Let's go by seed. That makes that's cool. Let's do that. I never once get to the point where I look at my boss and go, "What if we released it by the alphabet?" And let's bring people in to watch it who don't know anything about college basketball. Which so I didn't see it. And and again, I I think Charles. I think that show, Ernie Johnson, Charles Barkley, Kenny Smith at NBA basketball is one of the best shows on television. I think it really is. I don't even like the NBA, and I think they do a great job. I don't think it, it is, it's an insult to college basketball fans who, who love their sport and are passionate about their sport, who pay attention to the sport. It's like having NFL people come in on a Saturday and do college football. It doesn't – it's insulting. Two, two thoughts on that. One is I think I, I agree for the most part, but I do enjoy Kenny Smith more than Charles Barkley. I enjoy their perspective on a game because of their basketball knowledge. Like, they could watch a... I'm During make, the game, I like it. I could yes, watch this, like, this... I agree with you. This, uh, 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 you know, give, give, me a, give me a matchup. Uh, an 8-9 game. Virginia Tech-Alabama. I, I don't They'll want, give us fresh perspective right, right, on like, that. I like that. that. I, That's a game, though. I, yeah, I have seen analysts... Let's say... I know Jay Billis isn't on part of CBS, but I've seen his thoughts. I've heard his thoughts on these teams all season. I kind of like a fresh perspective... On the game. I, I'm 100% on board that once the tournament starts, if you want to give us some fresh eyes that are watching a sport for the first time, that's fine. I wanted to listen, if, if I had been watching, I would have wanted... <laughs> I, I love this. This is such I would have wanted to hear Seth Davis the Had I watched time. it. I would have yeah. I I wanted to hear Seth Davis. Because during the selection process, it's not about, like, we're not looking at, oh, Xavier's big men aren't playing well tonight. Like, about, that's not what we're looking about at. The, what the team's it's done what, this year. Right, you have to know about the team. You have to know that Sandy, that, that South Dakota State has a lot as a potential first-round draft pick on its team. You didn't know I knew that. It, like, you're going to have to know that stuff to do a good job with that show. And they, if from what I've been told, they didn't do that. So, uh, in that <laughs> light about respecting your audience, I tweeted this on... Are we respecting our football audience by doing a basketball podcast right I now? I respect everyone. That's fair. Um, not everybody. I tweeted this on no. There's no, definitely not. there's a couple of them out the, there. I, I tweeted this on Saturday while watching the first of the SEC doubleheader. So which game was first? Uh, was it Arkansas, yes. Tennessee? Okay. S- no, no, no. Kentucky, Alabama. Kentucky roasted them. Okay. Kentucky roasted Alabama. SEC Network slash ESPN has a group of really solid announcing teams uh, that know the league really well. Are you going to go Carl Ravitch here? Then for the semis, <laughs> they bring in quote the national guys and have the other guys sit out. I don't get it. You know, so D- Dick Vitale was awful. Okay, he so was awful. He's my, got my, to go. My point is how passionate people are about their their brand in the TV. You know, I've got well, I don't know like thirty five hundred Twitter followers. Not a big count. I don't get a ton of retweet. You know, this was this 
I had now there's I'm trying to get the numbers on here. That 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 was retweeted, commented on, liked more than other than me tweeting about the Presbyterian baseball coach's <laughs> enormous beard a few weeks ago, which had like thousands of retweets. That was the most retweeted thing I've ever said. Which was what? Be, the, about criticizing ESPN for bringing in the national guys. Like people were like, oh, because oh, oh, Vital was yeah. getting and then, destroyed and then on Sunday. Your boy Dari Noka into it. And Dari sent oh, me a man. message, like. Thank you. He goes, all I can say is thank you. And I really wasn't talking about him. Don't, don't say that he said that. He could get in trouble. Well, he said it on Twitter. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> yeah, to me. Okay, so, good. So I was talking more like... I like Dar. He's not afraid. Yeah, yeah, like guys like Sean Farnham. Sean uh, Farnham's pretty good. They, But they, yeah, they know the league. They know right? the teams. They but, come but, in. Vital is Carl done. Carl Ravitch Vital is... He's fine at baseball, but don't... Vital is done. Yeah. Vital's done. And I hate... I, it's done. I'm reluctant to criticize him because he has such a great passion for the sport. It comes from the right place, and he's been good. Like, he's done some stuff. But his love, of, his, his love of con- of John Calipari is beyond and, comprehension. And Rick Pitino never cheat. You know, oh, it's, it's, it's beyond. His, 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 he apologizes. And Jay Billis says this all the time. We have deified college basketball coaches to the point where it is beyond. That is why we have these things that are happening in college sports. And it's not really that much different in football. That's why the Art Bryles thing can happen. That's why... Unfortunately, a situation like Penn State can happen. You have these insulated people that are looked at as like holier than thou, and they're allowed to get away with whatever they want. And that's why this college basketball thing is happening with the FBI, and it's why we have these scandals in college football all of the time. Is because winning is so much more important, and the coaches are the gods in both both sports, college football and college basketball. We we put these college basketball coaches up on these pedestals, like they are these, like just don't Dick Vitale the apology tour. That he is on for coaches is now he did. I think he finally switched near the end of the game when like Tennessee made a run. He'd be just be screaming "Go Vols," which also isn't that professional either. So, but right. I mean his his, like, so my his love affair of Kentucky my, my, is my just beyond said, comprehension. Why is he cheering for the Vols? I said he's not. He's saying if you're a Tennessee fan, you're yelling. Go he was Vols. looking at your Twitter feed and seeing all the mentions and seeing how awful a job he was doing. Is what happened. Again, it was nothing personal. Towards us. I just I appreciate the guys who've been there. there you go. Through, throughout the right. throughout the season. Okay, you want to make some picks here. Let's go quickly and make some picks here. Uh, by the way, coming up next week on the pod, all NFL draft-related stuff. We're going to have a little bit of fun. We're going to break down long snappers for an hour yes. and a half. It's going to be great. Oh, special teams. You know, my knee band. Which, by the way, isn't a third of the sport. I, I, know, I, I hate that. Ooh, specialty teams. I hate that. I hate. Also, I hate calling it specialty teams. I know. Woody Woodenhofer used to it's, call it's, it. It's maybe 15% of the sport. No, I maybe. Can't, I can't wait. Maybe. To, I can't wait till you get a head coaching job. You'd be like, oh, me? Yeah. And That's going like, to happen? A coach, you going to work on special teams? Nope. Screw it. Because, you know, every coach is like, we work on special teams more than anyone. <laughs> You're going to be like, screw it. We're working on offense. I'm the anti-Kyle Winningham. Yes. <laughs> We're going to work on offense. We're not even, you know. Well, I'm, no, I'm going to be like the high school coach in Arkansas who, nev- who never punts and always onside kicks. Can anyone Can anyone hear a long snap? Nope. Okay, we're not punting. Does that count as special teams if I'm going for it on fourth down? Every time. It's a special play. Special strategy. You ever heard the song Special Lady Waiting at the Waffle bold, House? Bold strategy, way, Cotton. Bold strategy. You ever played the song Special Lady no. Waiting at the Waffle House? It's <laughs> no. on the jukebox there. At the Waffle House? Yeah, Special Lady Waiting at the Waffle Who's House. Who's it by? I don't know, but I used to play in college. We'd go oh, late night and play sounds, special lady waiting at the Waffle House. That's a special lady, all right. Sounds. I uh, bet you could find none. Sounds riveting. All right, now <laughs> we're <laughs> we done. Now what do I do? Um, all right, do you want to go region by region, make some picks here, so we, uh, everybody has some advice and can, waiting at the special, uh, special, Sorry, the, the, special picks for our for our bracket friends. Special lady waiting for me at the Waffle House. Oh, okay. Can I play it? No, don't play it. Just tell me who it's by. <laughs> Billy D. Cox. Oh, I'm not surprised by that. 
on YouTube, it's got 50,000 50, views. That's See? not very many on the YouTube. <laughs> okay. Well, I will be listening to it later. Once today. you get to the millions, let me know, okay. Billy D. Yeah. <laughs> not Billy uh, D. Williams, Billy D. Cox. All right. Let's go upper left quadrant. South. South bracket. Virginia is the oneest one seed. What if, what if no one's seen the bracket yet? We are revealing it on our cover two podcast. We are doing it better than alphabetically. Yes. Uh, all right. So you want to go. You do, you do your bracket first, then I'll run through my bracket. Okay. Okay. I've got uh, Virginia over UMBC. Out in a there. Yeah. I talked to Ryan Odom over the weekend, by the really? way. Really? Yeah. Anyway. How's he doing? He's the coach of UMBC yeah, for those college doing? football fans who don't know. He was in an airport. Okay. He's doing fine. Okay. Good. He had the game winner over uh, his his son or his kid. His over player. Vermont. His player brushed him off. He he wanted to call a play, and his player. I know. I was great. Said, <laughs> said, screw it. <laughs> he said, screw you. I work on this every day in practice, and he jacked he up a three and one. Like, like, yeah. What's he gonna do? Well, he could he could have transferred, and and it could have played somewhere else. I know, actually, but like so. this year, like he's a senior. What's he gonna do? No, right. For the tournament. Well, like, that, was, that was his last shot ever. Right. Yeah. Like if it didn't go in, he was done. He was like, <laughs> get away from me! Don't call a play. I'm gonna jack this three and win the game. Yeah. Anyway, um, Creighton over Kansas State, like. Um, Kentucky over Davidson. Davidson playing good basketball right now. They're going to spread them out. No length. Yes. Thank you for your commentary. Yep. Arizona over Buffalo. Uh, upset Loyola Chicago over Miami. Are you going to give any analysis at all? Or just no, I thought we were just names. going real quick. Okay. Yeah, especially these early round games. Right. Tennessee over Wright State. Uh, Nevada over Texas. Don't trust Texas. I haven't They're liked, getting healthy, though. Yeah, I haven't liked what I've seen in person. Or not in per- on TV this year. And then... Cincinnati over my favorite coach, Ron Hunter, in Georgia State. Okay, keep going. He's, he says he wore um, sneakers to protect, pr- little, so he didn't like tear his Achilles like last time they made the tournament. Fall off his chair? Yes. Uh, <laughs> Virginia over – I'm going to give my picks and we'll kind of go, go through. back. Go yeah. Virginia over Creighton, round two. Kentucky over Arizona. I uh, spent a little time thinking about that one. You're, you and I are going to have very different brackets. Tennessee over Loyola Chicago. Nevada over Cincinnati. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I love Eric Musselman. Seven like if over I, a two. If I like I, it. If I'm an AD at a high major. That's here in Nashville, by the way. I hire, yeah, I hire Eric Musselman. It's um, a great name. Virginia over Tennessee. Wait, wait, wait. You, Sorry, skip, okay. you skipped around. Virginia over Kentucky. Okay. Tennessee over Nevada. Okay. Virginia over Tennessee. That's a that's it's an interesting matchup yeah. of like short teams. I like Virginia and Tennessee. Thing, and I've been saying this all year. The thing I would like about Tennessee, I would be very, very surprised if they did not make it out of the first weekend is because they're very consistent. Un- yeah, unlike Auburn, which might go on a streak and like shoot seventy five percent from three and go to the final four, but they also might. Shoot Auburn's going to lose in the first 12, round. Like they might. Yeah, yeah. Auburn's too volatile, volatile. Tennessee, they I, can I score inside. I agree with you. They they can win without shooting well, and they play defense. I agree. So with you. I, I they don't have as much volatility. Uh, I've got so you've got Virginia winning the winning the South Region and going to the Final Four. Yes. Okay. I've got Virginia over UMBC. I've got Creighton over Kansas State as well. I, I really want to pick Davidson over Kentucky, but I cannot. I think Kentucky's length is too much there, so give me Kentucky. Arizona over Buffalo. Uh, I also have Loyola Chicago. That is a very good uh, Missouri Valley Conference champion there. That's a good good Loyola Chicago team. Uh, give me Loyola Chicago over Miami. Tennessee over Wright State. I like Texas over Nevada. I, I, I like your explanation on Nevada there and where they're coming from. Texas is getting healthier and bigger as their big guy. Nevada's a very good offensive team. Bamba or Mamba or whatever his name is is now healthy down low for Texas. Mo Bamba. Cincinnati over Georgia State. Uh, I have Virginia over Creighton into the Sweet 16. I have Arizona over Kentucky. I, they have the best player in the country. They have circled the wagons. They've got two senior guards that are spectacular and Alonzo Trier and Raleigh Alkins, they have the best coach in that matchup as well, and they don't care about the FBI investigation. They don't give 
This is Zero going to, F's. This is <laughs> you will see my my theory on teams that are inve- embroiled in FBI investigations. They're all going to win. All of this is out the window. This whole FBI thing is out the window for everybody. Michigan State's got a player mentioned. Duke's got a player mentioned. Auburn's under investigation. Everybody's under investigation. All of it's out the window. Arizona beats Kentucky. They're too big. They have more experience. They're more talent, and they have a better coach. Tennessee beats Loyola Chicago, moves on. Cincinnati moves on over Texas. Tennessee beats Cincinnati. I don't like that matchup for Cincinnati. I'm with you on Tennessee. The consistency too much. I have Arizona over Virginia in the, in the Sweet 16. I have Tennessee over Cincinnati. I have Arizona going to the Final Four, beating Tennessee, the best player in the country in DeAndre Ayton, who is going to be the number one pick in the draft. Two great guards, great coach, talent, depth, everything. Arizona wins the South, baby. Four seed. Okay. Right fine. out of the gate. That's fine. Good good, good pick. Okay. My, Let's my, go to the West. Okay. Um, you have Virginia over Tennessee. Yes. I have Arizona over Tennessee. Okay. Xavier winning round one over the playing game. I've got Missouri over Florida State. Um, don't feel great about that one. They lost their second best player. Yeah. Um, to a DWI. <laughs> he was thirsty. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. I didn't mean that. That was, that was a bad joke. Poor taste. He might have been. Um, Ohio State over South Dakota State. Well, keep, keep an eye out for the Jackrabbits there. Yeah. Uh, Gonzaga over Greensboro. Houston over San Diego State. Houston, real fun team to watch. Got a lot of Dangerous team. Yeah. That's the problem with this tournament. Like, Saw a lot of Rob Gray this week, and like because they were on CBS twice, so everyone's going to fall in love with them, and they'll probably yeah. lose in the first round. Well, all these six seeds suck except for Houston. All of them: Miami, Florida, and and TCU. Okay, Michigan over Montana. Uh, I got Providence over Texas A&M. Loved watching that Providence team in the Big East tournament. They play Texas hard, A- man. Texas A&M lacking the true point guard, and something about that team's been missing this year. They yeah, got Providence loves the moment too. They're yeah. really good in the spotlight, like whether it's the Big East tournament or the tournament. They're they just they they play well in that moment. North Carolina over Lipscomb. Um, Our bison? Yes, bisons. Our bisons? Bisons. I feel like that's not appropriate grammar. But, it is, but it, you know, they, they can, they're school. They can yeah, they can do whatever they, they want, want, I suppose. Uh, the okay. Golden Hurricane of Tulsa. Yes. There's What if happens if more than one happens? Uh, anyway, okay. go on. Uh, Xavier over Missouri here in Nashville. Okay. Gonzaga over Ohio State. I like it. Michigan over Houston. North Carolina over Providence. Okay. And then I've got Gonzaga over Xavier. Michigan over North Carolina, and Gonzaga Ooh. getting to the Final Four for the second straight season. Very talented Gonzaga team. I like a lot of what you just we, did. We, which is such a testament to that program. that They lost two lottery picks, right? They lost four starters, four key guys uh, they, off that team. They recruited very well. Yes, and they, they just... Gonzaga is a power program. They're, yes. not a, they're not a small program. I basically agree up until the very end. Um, I got Xavier and Missouri playing, and then Xavier moving on to the Sweet 16. I've got Ohio State and Gonzaga both winning. I really like South Dakota State in there. Keep an eye on that one. I think that's a team. I like Gonzaga over Ohio State to move on to the Sweet 16. I've got Houston over Michigan. Uh, Houston beats San Diego State. Michigan beats Montana. Give me Houston over Michigan. That's a dangerous team to, to that uh, that Michigan's have to yeah, face. You can say what Michigan's you want about hot, but they haven't played in like a week and a half. Michigan. Kelvin Sampson is a really good coach. He, I, I agree. Yeah. And, and Michigan will have gone two weeks without playing. Just very the Big Ten tournament being in New York. But there's plenty they examples it. of teams like well Gonzaga. Yeah, yeah, Gonzaga's like that every year. Yeah. Um, but no, actually, they don't. They, their tournaments last weekend. I'm going Houston. It's not true. They, it was two weekends ago. They were done last weekend. You sure? Yes. Um, almost every year, the West Coast Conference tournament ends on the first weekend. Um, but Houston over Michigan. I'm with you. I got Providence over A&M. I got North Carolina beating Providence to go to the Sweet 16. So I've got North Carolina over Houston. 
And I have Gonzaga over Xavier. I like that pick as well. I'm on board with you there. I think too much length and size. I love Chris Mack, but I think uh, Gonzaga gets there with all the uh, experience and the length. So I've got North Carolina over Houston and Gonzaga over Xavier. North Carolina beats Gonzaga. Way too much senior veteran experience on that team. Back-to-back runs to the national title game. Good coach, all that good stuff. Give me North Carolina to win the West. So I've got... Barry and company. So I've got... Arizona versus North Carolina in one of my regional semifinals, and I've got Arizona over let's say hang on a second. Arizona over Tennessee, and I have North Carolina over Gonzaga. You have Virginia over Tennessee. And Gonzaga over Michigan. Gonzaga over Michigan. Okay. Okay. Now go to the east. Villanova getting passed by getting by my LIU Brooklyn slash Radford team. Alabama over Virginia Tech. Love Buzz Williams. I don't know how to feel about Buzz Williams with hair, though. I think it's kind of a slap in the face to bald people. But, you know, okay. it's, it is what it is. You, you still have some nice lettuce. I know. I'm thinking of our friend David Fox. Moment of silence for his hair. Okay. Good. We can move on. Um, West Virginia over Murray State. <laughs> that's a dangerous Murray State team. Yeah, they're pretty good. They're pretty good. But you don't want to run with West Virginia. Like, that's the wrong thing to do. It's like, let's try to go up-tempo on West Virginia. Like, I that's just, what they, they do. They're just... Uh, West Virginia's good. Yeah. I, I agree. Very good defensive team, too. Uh, Wichita State over Marshall. Boring. Sorry. Uh, Marshall, that's going to be a fun game. Marshall plays up and down. No reason here other than Florida's been the— They suck. They've been very— They suck. No, at their best, they're a top-10 team. At their worst, they're like a bubble team at Which best. is the other 30 games of the yes. season. Uh, so I got St. Bonaventure emerging there. Texas— Or UCLA. Yeah, but you I— get one of the both. Well, I pick St. Bonaventure. Okay. So. Texas Tech. Arkansas beating Butler. Purdue— Beating Cal State Fullerton, and I got Villanova and West Virginia getting to the second weekend. That's an awesome game. Yes, um, Texas Tech and Purdue. So not uh, pretty chalky, I guess. Very chalky, uh, other than five over four. West Virginia beating. You pick an eleven over six. So you got yeah, that. Uh, but but to my to to the Sweet Sixteen. So I got Villanova over West Virginia. I'll get to that point in a second. Purdue over Texas Tech. Still like Purdue. I know they didn't play as well down the stretch. Love Carson Edwards. and then They're Isaac, a very tall team. Isaac Haas is a large individual. Yeah, they're very tall. Villanova over Purdue. Uh, all right. I, I, I like a lot of what you did there. Uh, I've got Villanova and Alabama winning in that top pod with Villanova moving on to the Sweet 16. I've got Marshall upsetting Wichita State. That is going to be an up-and-down, lots-of-offense game. I think Marshall has they shown a ton of threes. They, they, can, they, they beat at Middle Tennessee twice. Uh, Murray State, I want to pick them to beat West Virginia, but West Virginia plays that style too well. So give me West Virginia over Murray State. Give me Marshall over Wichita State. And then West Virginia moving on to face Villanova in the Sweet 16. I also have St. Bonaventure slash UCLA beating Florida. So I picked one. I, I Florida think, sucks. I yeah, we um, just hate the Gators. I just think they—they're just—they didn't. The inside presence never got healthy, and they just haven't. They just not that good. Uh, I think Texas Tech is sneaky good, great on defense. Give me Texas Tech over Stephen F. Austin, and and Texas Tech beats Bonaventure slash the Bruins, uh, Arkansas over Butler, Purdue over Cal State Fullerton, and then Purdue beats Arkansas. I like Texas Tech over Purdue. In the Sweet 16 to get to the Elite Eight, and out of nowhere, Texas Tech is, is the team that no one's going to expect to get to the Elite Eight. Texas Tech gets to the Elite Eight, so I and I have Villanova beating West Virginia, so I have Villanova playing Texas Tech in the East Regional Final. Give me Villanova back to the Final Four. The best program in college basketball over the last four years is the Villanova Wildcats. 
They they are the most underrated team, and and I don't know why. They won a national championship. I know, and, they, and Jay Wright is still not talked about among I the best he, coach. Uh, he's not. He's this still is, relatively young. That's why he's not under the Coach K. Roy three. Williams. I'm just I'm just saying. I think he is. I think he's uh, st- even to be the number one team in the nation and win a title. I still think they're undervalued. Um, and that's he's just my very opinion. Handsome too. Although he and Tony Bennett, I feel like look like the same guy. Um, at, at Virginia, Jay Wright's a little older. Villanova over Texas Tech. Into the Final Four, Villanova wins the East. As do I. Okay. okay. So far, we're, we're, we're yeah. we got a, we got a little difference, but so far, so good. That's what makes the world go around. Yeah, we, we can talk about it. We talk yeah. through it. It's yeah. okay. It's okay. Idiot. Uh, <laughs> Kansas over Penn. Okay. Good to see Penn back in the. Uh, you know, the, the, they had great run there before Harvard kind of took over. Well, the and Pencil strength of schedule is just not very good. So. Yeah, they're, they're actually surprising. Um, Sixteen seed. Most people were like saying this is one of the best 16 seeds ever. Okay. Seton Hall. I've got NC State over Seton Hall. NC, uh, Seton oh, Hall NC not, State's beating a lot of good teams. Yeah, and Seton Hall did not play great down the stretch. Um, New Mexico State over Clemson. I love it. I got that too. Yeah. A lot of times my I, thunder. Go, I mean, I like Brad Brown all fine, but Chris Jans is well, they lost really their, good. They lost their second best player, Dante yeah. uh, Grantham. Yeah, so. big uh, Chris Jans, really good coach. Did a good job in one year at Bowling Green before he uh, hit the where, where is that uh, – <laughs> <laughs> he got fired because he got hammered. I know. Yeah. Where where where's that pod being played? Clemson, New Mexico State, Auburn, and Charleston. I don't have it on my. Don't ask me questions. I don't have it on my bracket either. I'm blowing that whole bracket up. Okay. That, that whole pod is going to get destroyed. Okay, I've got Auburn over the College of Charleston. TCU over the Arizona State slash Syracuse's of the world. Michigan State over Bucknell in Detroit. That's, yeah, you're not going to beat Sparty in that bracket. Rhode Island over Oklahoma. Duke, yeah, Duke over Iona. Duke over okay. Iona. Kansas over NC State. Okay. Auburn over New Mexico State. Okay. TCU over – no, excuse me. Michigan State over TCU. Okay. Uh, TCU just – I think Michigan State mauls them inside. Michigan State is huge. Yeah, and uh, huge. Duke over Rhode Island. I think this is the best Sweet 16 game of all time. Of Kay. all time. Duke and Michigan State. All time. All time. I think it's the best. Wow. I, I think the winner of that game wins the whole thing probably. Okay. Well, I've got Kansas beating Auburn, and I've got Duke beating Michigan State, and <sighs> then I've got Duke beating Kansas. Ooh. So Duke to the Final Four. Okay. Uh, I've got Kansas over Penn. I've got NC State over Seton Hall, and then Kansas moving on to the Sweet 16. I have New Mexico State beating Clemson and Charleston beating Auburn. I like the Whoa. 12 and the 13, and then New Mexico State goes to the Sweet 16. Mark the tape. New Mexico State goes to the Sweet 16. They got size. Uh, I like Arizona State-Syracuse over TCU. Michigan State over Bucknell. Michigan State wins and moves on to the Sweet 16. I I have no idea what to expect out of Oklahoma. By the way, New Mexico State has a dude averaging 13 rebounds a game. That's not 10 rebounds. That's 13. That's size right there. That's serious going to get it. Yep, and Clemson's short a man. And then if they and get... he's shooting under, he's shooting 095 from three. So get the rebound <laughs> and pass it to somebody else. Yes, please. I can't tell if, if this is the Trey Young showing up in the tournament. Oklahoma barely gets in, is ridiculed, and then wins a bunch of games. Right. I, or, or Rhode Island's just a better team because they've been the better team all year. So I guess I'll take Rhode Island, but I don't feel good about that. I like Duke a lot over Iona. Duke over moves on to the Sweet 16. Kansas beats New Mexico State, of course, moves on to the Elite Eight. I've got, I don't know, in the Duke-Michigan State game. You have to make a pick. I don't know. We're, we're doing a podcast. I don't know. Oh, here's what you do. You you edit this thing, right? I don't know. You just like, no, I don't edit it. Today, we, we're live. Well, like just splice it back in. Is that what you would do? I don't know. Make a pick. I I don't know. 
This is really good podcast. Michigan State. Okay, thank you. I'll give me Michigan State, and then Michigan State beats Clemson or beats uh, Kansas. <laughs> this is football. <laughs> Michigan State beats Kansas. The defensive line's a little too good for Clemson. David Beatty struggles to stop uh, uh, Brian Lewerke, and Brian Lewerke. Uh, David Beatty struggles to stop everybody. So I have Michigan State over Kansas into the Final Four. So my Final Four is Arizona versus North Carolina, Carolina. on one side. Villanova versus Michigan State on the other side. And I have Arizona and Michigan State playing in the national championship game with the Spartans cutting down the Nets. I've got Virginia and Villanova in Virginia cutting down the Nets very slowly and deliberately. <laughs> <laughs> they will take their time. They'll be efficient. <laughs> I, would like to, I would like to see that actually happen. Um, I'd, be, I'd, that, that I'd love be- to see Tony Bennett. Is that the best-looking – Coaching Final Four final yes. Championship game they look of like all the, time. I'm, I'm sorry, they look like the same guy. They do. Okay, wear nice suits. They have, you know, some some classy gray hair. Yeah, you know, distinguished. Yeah, um, I, I would like to see that. I, I just, I think, uh, I would love to see Villanova Virginia. I think it'd be great. My issue with Villanova, I think Villanova is the best team in the country. The problem is, I think if they match up against a Michigan State team. They just don't have the size down low. I'm not sure about the size. And Sparty is just like they got a boatload of six eleven guys. So uh, I just think Sparty's huge. So Sparty, Sparty, give me Sparty there. Um, okay, on the spot. So let, let, me spot a, let me ask. Let me ask one more comment about this. Okay. We talked about parity all year in college yeah. basketball. Parity, parity, parity. Uh, there's no great elite teams. It's gonna the, parity dies in the first weekend. Like we love parity when New Mexico State wins a game, and we love parity when San Diego State and Loyola Chicago win a game. But it's gonna be the same teams. It's still gonna be. We, Virginia and Villanova and Kansas and, you know, people are picking Kentucky to make a run. North Carolina, Gonzaga, they've been there like two years in a row. It's going to be Duke and Michigan State and Kansas. It's all the same teams. It's still the same best ten teams in well, college Here's basketball. where the parity talk comes in, There's no in too, parody because, in the Elite Eight in the Final Four. You know, the SEC champ has five losses. Um, you know, Virginia went 17-1. and one. Other than that, you know, all those ACC teams, you know, they won the league by like three or four games. So there's a bunch of good, good but not great teams in the ACC. You know the Big Ten wasn't as good, so I, I just think there's 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 not that elite ACC team. I'm just contradicting myself because Virginia, <laughs> but there's more more the better. There's more like top twenty caliber teams, and I, I and I and I'm not sure like who. Like it's the same ten teams that are at the top of this. Go go past ten and find somebody: Tennessee, Auburn, Clemson, TCU, Florida, Texas Tech. None of those. Those are all the teams that are. You know, so Cincinnati, 15, four, 16, number four 17, in Ken Palm. You don't consider them. A two seed four in Kempom, you 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 don't consider them. A Cincinnati and Xavier are interesting, but they're pretty proven programs. Like those are pretty legit programs. You know what I mean? Like those aren't. That that's not a that Tennessee is not a proven program. Like well, they, Auburn, yeah, the not a, yeah. Clemson, TCU, Texas Tech. Like these aren't proven programs. It's still I don't know. Well, we'll, we'll talk again in two weeks. And if none, teams, neither so. one of us picked Cincinnati or Xavier to come out of the <laughs> Sweet right. Sixteen. So, I mean, we have them losing. So I. I all right, look at your brackets, and you're not allowed to pick a top four seed. Give me your final four. Like, wh- wh- which five seed or worse is most to most likely to emerge? I like that. I like that. I like so that. I'll, I'll go first since it's mine. Well, I'll, okay. Um, I'll go. That's easy for me for one for a couple of them. I'll go. Creighton in the South as an Air, Kentucky, Kentucky is my pick there. Okay, that's a good one. They're the five seed. Um, Houston is my pick in the West. Houston, six seed. Um, West. Would you be shocked if Alabama made a run? That's what I was going to say. They, you know, they got NBA player. If they're healthy, Colin they got Sexton. an NBA player. 
Petty has shot the ball awful away from home. West Virginia is my pick in that bracket. I go Alabama. I know five seed is kind of I go, going I go, chalk yeah, here. But. Colin Sexton taking them to the Final Four. Arkansas is sneaky at seven. Yeah, seven I don't seed. trust Mike Dave. I, I like West Virginia. Kentucky, Houston, West Virginia would be my three picks so far. And I don't know about that. I think the Midwest bracket Rhode is Island, awful. Maybe? The Midwest bracket is awful outside of the big, big three. Kansas, Duke, and Michigan State, everybody else sucks. Yeah, it might be Rhode Island. Yeah, I might go <laughs> Actually, you know what? Oklahoma. It might be Oklahoma. Yeah. They're the team that can beat good teams and lose to bad ones, I guess. Okay. So. Interesting. So we had some fun talking college hoops and NCAA Always. tournament bracket. And you got a podcast early this week. How about that? Is that fun for you guys out there? I can't hear them. No, <laughs> you know why? Because we don't have a studio they, audience. They hang up and listen. Yeah, we don't have a studio audience. Like yeah. the selection show. Yeah, because we're not stupid. God. We're going to present I'm this so show happy I didn't in watch alphabetical that. order. I'm so happy I didn't watch that. I know you were kind of agitated last night. I texted you about something. I'm putting the kid down. Leave me alone. Yeah, you were because you were sweating me. I just a Quit simple sweating question. Me. <laughs> like, I'm putting the kid down. No, you like the bracket came. So you needed my picks. This is what for the true, true for, story. For something we you were needed doing. my picks on the bracket for something we're doing for work, which is a reasonable expectation and request. The problem is the bracket came out. I didn't realize you hadn't watched the show. And and like three minutes later, I saw the bracket as I was reading the bracket. You're like, do you have, do you have any picks? And I was like, I got a screaming kid and I haven't seen the TV show because it's, I didn't know it was I on was doing TBS or True TV or whatever the heck I it was needed on. was, you know what? I can't do it now. I'll get it to in an hour. That was totally fine. That's what I, was I said. Just touching base, man. Right, you're, you're, the tone of your. Text, I just put a man in there. I know. I was like, <laughs> step back, dude. You were sweating me. <laughs> Sorry, you were sweating. Probably. I'm sweating right now, actually. I know. I'm gonna go to the treadmill and sweat some more. All right. Um, all right. Cool. Well, listen. It's college basketball. Fun week. Couple of weeks here. So let's enjoy the madness. Uh, we'll get back to college football and 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 the pigskin next week. Is that cool? Well, NFL draft. NFL Draft coming up next week on the pod. All right. Um, anything else? Any Netflix recommendations? Any books? I'm limping to the finish of... My wife is all in on Murder in Music City, by the way. It? Yeah, yeah. No, she's, she's, but she's intrigued. You've piqued her interest with a cue. Because she's going to kill you. <laughs> There'll be Murder in Music City. Oh, is that Part what it's two. about? A, guy, a woman killing her husband? If that's what the second book's about, then I'm going to write about her killing you. Oh, so what is the first murder about? It's about a University of Tennessee student who's home for the weekend, lives in the Creve Hall section of Tennessee. She gets murdered. Which is a... A growing area now. Yeah, it was just 1960s. 60s, it was not probably. Um, she gets murdered, and some dude gets arrested quickly, kind of railroaded. But it wasn't it wasn't a spouse or a girlfriend. Uh, Boyfriend. We don't really know who did. I'm a, I'm about two thirds of the way with the book. I don't oh, know. Oh, okay. I don't know if they tell us who di- who who done it. But there's just a lot of moving parts. There's there's corruption. There's government. As long as it's not a pregnant woman killing her husband, then I'm at, <laughs> then I'm clear. You're then cool. I'm good. I'm in the clear. No, but there's a lot of intrigue. She's very interested, though, in your recommendation. We read about it, and we were, bo- we're both in. We're going to read it. Yeah, it's, t- it's a tough get. When you're I've, done reading, we'll, we'll get it from you. We'll let you borrow, we'll borrow it from you. I've asked to borrow a book from you. I'm a slow you're reader. You're too- a fast reader. Okay. Th- that's the way God made us, man. Another book rec- I told you I'm, I'm about to read. Some re-read. of my friends are slow readers, and I don't judge them for that. We still I love our <laughs> friends for all of their different reading types and skills and <laughs> comprehensions. I'm rereading Fever Pitch, and then I'm going to my son read it because after, for, for those of you out there – it you is, said this last week on the podcast. It is the best. Well, not, not someone might not listen. It is the. It captures being it's not a, true. It captures being a diehard sports fan better than any okay. book or movie you'll ever read. That's a pretty bold statement, Cotton. Well, that's statement. me. I bring Cotton. it. Cotton, bring it. I need to get the words out. I need to go to bed. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm not used to a, an early week podcast. I know you're. you're I'm very you're, out of my yeah. element here. Uh, All right. So uh, NFL draft podcast coming up next week. Thanks for listening, everybody. Follow him on Twitter at Athlon Mitch. You can. 
You can get all kinds of riveting television broadcaster advice on his Twitter account there at Athlon Sports or, or Athlon Mitch or uh, first base coaches, college baseball coaches beards, facial hair. Have, have you seen it? Fac- facial hair analysis? I, no, I have not. Okay, it's unbelievable. Does it look like Cal State Fullerton mustaches from mustache? A m- mustache? It is unbelievable. Cal State Fullerton always has good yeah, mustaches. Yeah. Uh, all right, you can follow me at Braden Golf. Thanks for listening, everybody. Enjoy the tournament. Back to college football next week. This has been the Apple Sports Coverage Podcast.